I've been on the other side of not having a community and it's it feels like you're shouting into the void and nobody yeah. cares. Yeah. <laughs> and you are just like so behind the scenes and you're like kind of in survival mode and you're like, I just wanna make things and I wanna, you know, make money and I wanna have this freedom and why aren't mm. people buying from me and yeah, it, it took me a while to like come around to the topic of really like just sharing other things about my life, allowing myself to be multidimensional sure. and saying yeah. like, okay, like this is how I came to this. This is what kind of healing I had. And this is what inspired me to make this mm-hmm. for people. And then after that, I started to gain a following. Absolutely. And it was like, Okay, it feels so much better now that when I create things, I know that I'm talking. Like, I know there's people in my community that I talk to almost on a daily basis. You know, it's because it's building relationships. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and nothing, nothing, nothing will take the place of building relationships. Welcome to Sold Out Strategy, the podcast for empaths, healers, and spiritual business owners who are committed to activating their purpose and growing their sold out businesses with integrity. We are your hosts, Nanette Minley and Sahara Page. Welcome to this week's episode. So today we're talking about why building an audience, a community. Yes. Uh, a people group that's that gathers around you <laughs> why that's important and why the order of it is important like doing it first rather than like doing it later yeah um what else are we gonna hit on today uh, we're gonna talk about how to community build I think yeah, that's important that is important um, because it's it takes a little bit of time you know it just takes time to get clear about the kind of person you want to bring in and yes. how to speak to that person yes um, it's takes a little bit of learning about yourself and so we'll, a little bit a, a lot a lot of it how <laughs> <laughs> about learning about yourself i'm just trying to minimize it you know just it's a little bit it's know? not that bad <laughs> and then we're going to talk about what else uh strategies i think uh, that's what i just said right? yeah <laughs> yeah we're going to talk about how to build a community in terms of like inner work that you need to do mm-hmm. and then how to build your community as far as like some practical things that you can Uh, check out for yourself and see if they're going to work out yes Um, and the whole process of like selling while you're community building I think that's important we should talk about that too because sometimes those have to go hand in hand not everyone has the luxury of just like (laughs) let's community build for five years and then grow like no yeah Um, I certainly did not have that luxury so I know a little bit about this firsthand um, in the in the process of like building your audience and building your income at the same time, but I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about like my experiences in that too because I definitely learned a few things in the last couple of years mm-hmm. around this. Yeah. Okay. So. Okay. <laughs> I want to start by debunking this thing that we've heard from the Field of Dreams. It yes. says build it in the movie. It says build it and he will come, and he's talking about a specific person. But this yes, whole if you don't phrase know what we're talking of, about is it's Kevin Costner. Movie, yeah, right? yeah, Field of Dreams. Like it's uh, if you love baseball, please go watch it. Yes, it's about <laughs> ghosts and baseballs and cornfields. I think. Yeah, so go watch it. That's basically <laughs> yeah. That's basically a good summation of the whole movie. <laughs> but anyway, so in 
Kevin Costner standing in this field and he hears this like angelic disembodied voice that says, build it and he will come. And this has been adapted into so many different things. But one of the ways that you hear it often are is build it and they will come. And I want to kind of um, shut it down right now and say <laughs> no. Yeah. No. Um, the reason why that isn't true, for the most part, I'm not going to say it's never happened. For the most part is because who is they? How do they know that you've built it? How do they know to come? Where do they even come to? Yeah. These are all things that you establish while you're building community. Figuring out who it is that you're talking to. Figuring out where it is that you're gathering. Figuring out, like, what connects you guys together. Yeah. Those are all things that happen in the community building phase. And even in the movie, obviously, the context was baseball. So, like, there was already a community built there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's why I really dislike when this phrase gets kind of taken out of context because there was already a community built there. Like, it was obvious what they were talking about. Mm -hmm. But what we – or what I just get super bummed out about seeing is seeing, like, um, entrepreneurs who are like throwing their whole creative power into building this extremely like intense program or shop or you know course or whatever that doesn't and they don't have an audience yet and so what happens normally is they throw all their energy behind this course two days before it launches they post on Facebook like 500 times and then it flops yeah because there was no community, there was no priming, there were no people who were already interested in that product mm -hmm. or program. And that really bums me out because it doesn't necessarily mean that the program was bad or that the positioning of it was bad or anything was wrong yeah. with it. Yeah. It's just that there was no one there to catch that. Yeah, yeah. Or the reach wasn't there yet because you haven't done a lot of community building. And I think when we say community building, sometimes I... Um, I like to think about it as like awareness because in marketing you have two different kinds or several different kinds of campaigns that you can do, yep. right? And so you can do just literally an awareness campaign. Yep. <laughs> and I think in the online entrepreneur space, what that looks like is sharing authentically and yep. sharing just stories about yourself and then to have the opportunity for people to connect with you. And so yeah. if you're not doing that and you're relatively quiet about like your life yeah. and things that are happening in your life mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden you hit everybody with like, take this six week course with me and uh, pay me. Then people are like, uh, for what? Why? <laughs> you even know about this? Yeah. Like, are you qualified to teach? That's when those questions start to come up because people haven't seen you be vocal about this topic. Mm -hmm. And then it kind of gets sprung on them that you're apparently some sort of authority on this topic yeah. enough to teach a course or, you know, do a training on it. And, like, it's so unfortunate because it's really something that's very simple to avoid. And that is just sharing when these insights come to you about your program or whatever it is that you're putting together. Um, sharing your worldviews around, like, relevant topics to your offerings. Yeah, Like, yeah. these things are, are quite simple to do, and they're mm -hmm. not necessarily, like, involved. But it can do so much for building your cred credibility as someone who can teach or offer this kind of container. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so you have to like build up, you have to do awareness campaigns, you know, yeah. you have to let people know that like you exist and you are multidimensional and what what's really happening is that you're building that trust factor in, yep. in the no like trust stages that, you know, like sales 
uh, jargon goes through, which we'll have a whole episode Actually, on sales yeah. mindsets and stuff like it's gonna that. It's going to be good. It is going to be good. <laughs> We've already planned it out. But, um, yeah, there is, if you've never heard about it, heard about it before, um, the idea that if you're going to buy from somebody, you have to know, like, and trust them. Mm-hmm. And that's essentially what we're talking about for community building. You mm-hmm. are building an audience of people who get you, who are, like, on you, and they're like, yeah, I know what this girl's talking about, mm-hmm. or I know what this person's talking about. And it doesn't matter what you sell, yeah. uh, because you're being so intentional with your community building that they're going to be like, oh, yeah, whatever she offers is always for me. Yep. So that's the whole point of community building is that you don't have to focus so hard when you're selling with people and the trust factor, I think. And you don't have to promo so hard when you have an active community because they're already engaged, Mm -hmm. especially if the offer that you are putting out is related to what it is that you talk about on a general basis. Um, It's really not a lot of work to get people excited about that because you're already talking about it. People already have flocked to you. Yeah to hear about this, to see your thoughts on this, to engage with you on this. And so when you put out something that's related to that, then it's a no-brainer for them if it's something that like they need or even want at that time, they're gonna go ahead and say yes because they've already built trust for you. Um, but what's cool about having an audience when you're deciding to put an offer out is that you have an opportunity to do some market research and actually connect with people and yeah. see what people are engaging with already. This is something that I do quite frequently whenever mm-hmm. I'm putting something out. I mm-hmm. kind of just go look through. I'm mostly active on Facebook. I'll go look through some of the posts that I've put out for the last couple of weeks and see what people like really resonated with. And this allows me to kind of get a, a pulse reading on my audience and say, wow, they care a lot about this particular type of topic. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's something that I can create there that would you know, support them further in this idea. Right, so this is one of the, like the more practical tips when you're looking at either either it's your social media, right, like your Instagram or your Facebook, but even if you have videos that you put out, the ones with the like the most views, that yeah. will indicate to you, oh, okay, people want to hear more about mm-hmm. this. Um, if you have an email list, the one that got the most engagement, like the campaign that got the most engagement, that'll tell you, oh, people want to know about this. So there's a lot that you can do as far as like doing market research and connecting with your people um, that will also help you create the perfect thing for them. Yeah. Yeah. Because community building in the long run, it's going to save you a lot of time. Yeah. (laughs) It's just going to save you a lot of time and frustration if you're so super intentional about and you're so super clear about why you are creating these things and the kind of people that you want to work with and what's what's going to nourish you as much as what's going to nourish the community. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think that I've been on the other side of not having a community and it's it feels like you're shouting into the void and nobody cares. Yeah. (laughs) And you are just like so behind the scenes and you're like kind of in survival mode and you're like I just want to make things and I want to you know make money and I have this freedom and why mm-hmm. aren't people buying from me and yeah it, it took me a while to like come around to the topic of really like just sharing other things about my life allowing myself to be multi-dimensional For sure. and saying yeah. like okay like this is how I came to this this is what kind of healing I had 
and this is what inspired me to make this mm-hmm. for people. And then after that, I started to gain a following. Absolutely. And it was like, okay, it feels so much better now that when I create things, I know that I'm talking, like I know there's people in my community that I talk to almost on a daily basis. You know, it's because it's building relationships. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and nothing, nothing, nothing will take the place of building relationships with people. So, it doesn't matter what platform you're on. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter if you're growing an email list or if you're doing Facebook Lives or if you're a Twitch streamer, whatever. It doesn't really matter because it's always the same thing. Yeah. Is that if you're taking time to build relationships with people and, like hear them yep. and not just like hear them with a like the end goal of selling them yep. something like just literally talking to them like we're talking to you or yeah. like you're talking to a friend mm-hmm. you know or going to meet someone for coffee if you talk to them like that people are more likely to be like oh wow cool person <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah I want to be friends with this person like <laughs> yeah and it's so funny because I think that part of the the issue or where this kind of becomes an issue is that people are trying to commodify themselves they're trying to like uh, like use their selves as a product and not really allowing themselves to be dynamic and multi-dimensional and so when they are trying to make sales and, and stuff like that on social media and on their website they sound robotic they don't sound yeah. like they're really connected with their audience yep and it's really like when you think about it at the end of the day the only place that you can get money is from other humans like mm-hmm. you're connecting the human to a human mm-hmm. there is the service in the middle there is the offering in the middle there's the energy but, exchange yeah. right but they are trying to basically connect with you as a human yeah and so don't hide that part of yourself <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it seems simple right but yeah. it's like one of those things where we think that i think it comes from feeling like we're not enough and so we yeah. have to like doctor up how we present ourselves and doctor up how um, our brand looks and all of that stuff as opposed to just authentically connecting. I know that's getting annoying when we say that. (laughs) (laughs) I know everyone says that, but literally nothing can take the place of it. No. And like when you meet someone online and like you just get them and you're like, oh my God, this person's so cool. And then they talk to you and they're not trying to sell you something within like the first five seconds of talking to you. Like... I don't know I'm just like cool that person's awesome like I love this person and yeah. I want to talk to them more I want to engage with them more I want to learn more about them yeah and don't let your fear of missing out like cause you to miss out on good conversations that could lead you to better like relationships in the long run for example someone messages me asking me a question about marketing or business or whatever I will answer the question mm-hmm. as opposed to trying to sell them something immediately like I know that they've already had to trust me enough to cross the boundary of messaging me yeah. and asking me this question, knowing full well they may be pitched, right? <laughs> I mean, I'm just being honest, right? Yeah. And so they message me and they ask me this question. I will respond to them and I'll give them an answer. And guess what happens? I will take that answer and I will turn it into social media content. Because if somebody's brave enough to ask me this, some other people are not brave yeah. enough to ask me this. Yep. So I take this as opposed to just turning them to a hundred dollar training or something I take this interaction and I allow it to inform my content and guess what happens more sales come from Mm -hmm. it in the long run Mm -hmm. so like it you don't you don't have to feel this pressure to like get money out of every thing and every person that you're talking to yeah just chill (laughs) just chill out (laughs) 
Just relax. <laughs> because, I mean, like, think about it on the flip side. If somebody was doing that to you, wouldn't you be like, meh? Yeah, it doesn't feel good. No, it doesn't feel good. Golden rule, folks. Like, yeah. treat people how you want to be treated. Golden rule, y'all. <laughs> but honestly, when it comes to, like, building your audience, there's a lot of, like, questions that come up. There's a lot of the same, like, okay, well, how? Yeah. Well, how do I do it? And, like, we're going to give you some tips that are both, you know, um, life and mindset oriented mm-hmm. and then more strategy and practical oriented. Um because I think that there's you kind of have to hit it from both sides mm-hmm. here. So, um, do you want to start? Um, I can start too. Yeah, you start. Okay. So I, I want to start with, ironically enough, the life. Stuff. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you can handle the strategy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. We can kind of go back and forth. But, yeah. <laughs> um, some of the things that like I would definitely recommend when it comes to building your audience is first and foremost connect with your own message yeah now at the beginning sahara said it takes time and that's true to an extent yes the 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 time that it takes is directly correlated with how quickly you get to the center of your own message and the center of your own message is going to feel like a worldview Mm -hmm. it's going to feel like a core belief um you know something that is a no-brainer to you that of course it should be like this you know that kind of thing and so when you connect with that and you start sharing about it on social media, that will expedite how long it takes. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be totally honest, two years ago, I didn't have anywhere near the audience I have now. And all I use is Facebook and it I strictly share my worldviews. But that's exactly what has gotten me where I am and it's gotten a lot of my clients where they are because they're sharing their worldviews as well. And so connecting with the core of your message as fast as possible yes. is really going to take a lot of time or shave a lot of time off the community building aspect because then it's just a matter of reiterating it and, right. and saying it in different ways in different contexts and um, spreading out from that central place uh-huh. um, will really help you call in the people who agree with you. Mm-hmm. It's almost like when you make a friend and I don't know if anyone else is like into Doctor Who. I always use this example when I'm talking about this. Yeah. Um, you connect with somebody at the grocery store and you see they're wearing a doctor like a TARDIS on their shirt. Yeah. And you're like, oh my God, my people. <laughs> That's you. You know what I mean? And you connect with them and you immediately have some port some point of resonance. And then you start kind of like digging into other things. Oh, okay, like what else do you do for fun? Do you watch any other shows? Like and you can build a deeper relationship, but if you have that central point of resonance, you know you can always come back to yeah. Doctor Who. Yeah, and I went to um this is, this is so funny. Like, the college is coming up. Okay, I have a degree in communications, and that's the thing that defines communication. One of the standard models of communication is not an exchange of language in between two people. It's, a, it's an exchange of language that creates a shared meaning. Okay, mm-hmm. and there has to be that shared meaning in there, yeah. and what we say is resonance. And so if there's that resonance there, then there is, like, real connection happening. Yeah. And that's where all the magic is. Yeah, when there isn't resonance, that's when it feels like someone's talking at you. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, because they're like, those they're are here. Great. Those are fun conversations. <laughs> I love those kind of <laughs> People are just talking, and they're, they're like, not cool. looking for a common ground. They're yeah. not looking for a common point. Uh-huh. Those aren't really, like, the best kinds of conversations. And, and what's frustrating about this is that's so easy to forget uh-huh. because you're on social media. You're not talking necessarily to anybody 
when you are putting out your social media posts. So it's very easy to talk at people. And it's something that I have to constantly watch out for because I'm prone to doing this, just being real with you guys. So um, when you are, like once you've connected with your message, it's- Well, I, I wanna go back, sorry. I wanna okay. go back to that a little bit. With the, If you're gonna connect with your message, and she, she said that the faster that you can kind of get to the core beliefs of who you are um, mm-hmm. is a factor in all this. And mm-hmm. so that's where the time comes in. And just saying, like, for me, it took a lot of healing and it's still taking yeah. healing. And so that if you are kind of like frustrated with yourself, that like you keep like feeling like you've reached your core message and then like you learn something new about Mm. yourself like that's just part of the process yeah like you're gonna uncover new things about yourself and once you get into what you call like the shadow place of like all the different like the bottom of the iceberg where like the majority of you exist and and you realize it's a giant web where everything kind of connects Mm -hmm, (laughs) and you mm -hmm. start figuring out what the because to me what the the connections the web is what your beliefs are and that's like they're holding up everything yeah and um so if it takes you a little bit to get there don't feel bad (laughs) yeah no that's totally reasonable it is totally reasonable (laughs) and it if it's one of those things where like you have to ask your tarot cards for help or that's something that i had to do that you can always be like oh like i'm i mean this is literally shadow work shadow work is like going underneath the core Mm -hmm. uh or going underneath like the things you're scared to look at about yourself mm-hmm. and like are, are getting kind of curious about your resistance to things that's right. my favorite mindset to have is that when I feel a resistance I go "Ooh, why Ooh, this is fun why do I have this yeah. and then I have like a point of entry to go back down into the shadow and say "Ooh, interesting let me figure out why I feel this way is there any healing that needs to go around on this and if not then I've just uncovered something really cool about myself. I just wanted to insert in there because I feel like we glossed over a little bit that like if you can get there the quicker you can get there the better it's like yes but also like if you find yourself getting frustrated with that whole process like realize that it's not it's not something that is ever truly complete. You're always going to be able yep. to find more stuff about yourself. I mean, one of my core beliefs is like is that anger is just misguided passion, right? But like underneath that, I've learned more about myself in relation to my emotions connected to anger. Um, I've also learned uh, <laughs> things that go way deeper than that based on uh, relationships that I've had that spurred me just looking into why I felt angry in the first place. And so that's been able, for me, has been able, like, I've been able to, like, go even deeper. Yeah. And so it's a honing process. Th- it's a honing process, and you will always get more clear, and you will always get more, mm, I guess, uh, honed in on yeah. who you are, what you're about, why you're here, what's your message. All of that. I think what you are, what you arrive at for like the short term, you know, you you kind of get to a point where you're like, aha, here's my core message. Yes, it's important to share from there, even if it's not actually your core message. You know, six months from now, yeah, because it is part of the journey, and yes. like your clients, your soulmate clients are taking a similar journey, uh-huh. or maybe are stuck at a similar spot, and you can, you know, essentially be of service by communicating 
through your own shifts there. Yes. Right. And one of like one of my things that I always like to, you know, talk to clients about and whatnot is that like your content can be transformational. Like you can allow Yes. Like you can share your big shifts. You can incite big shifts. Like it's all allowed. You don't have to save it for anything. <laughs> You're allowed to share it like as it comes up. Mm-hmm. And um I just want to make sure that we're not like that you don't delay in sharing because yes. you're not all the way healed yet. Yeah, that yeah, doesn't yeah. ever happen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, one, I mean maybe it does. I haven't gone there. We are not ascended masters yet. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 not today. Not this day. I'm not an ascended master yet. So, um, it's definitely like understanding that there is there is a honing process. You need to honor where you are in that yeah, process. Honor it where you are. For and sure. share from that place. It's mm-hmm. not a delay. It's not a thing that you do and like. You wait until it's completely, you know, packaged for you beautifully. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Get messy with it. Yeah, life Share is messy. It. Healing's messy. Yeah. You know, people and pe- when people speak from the, like not being so um, polished and they're yeah. like, you know, what, this is what I went through today. It sucked, but whatever. I made it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> people are like, woohoo. And then they yeah. see like that side of you, too, of going through that. So <laughs> what, what was what were we going to after that? Yeah. I was going to talk about soulmate clients a little bit. Okay, let's do it. So when you are in this process, and I kind of touched on it just now, of moving deeper into your truth and moving deeper into your own core message, you are going to start getting an understanding of who it is that you want mm-hmm. in your circle. Yep. Right? And I'm not talking about, like, inclusivity, exclusivity, anything like that. I'm talking about who you want to work with and who lights you up the most to work with as far as, like, clients are concerned. And the reason this is important in the terms of community building is because you want a community full of people that you that you would love to work with. And the clearer you are and the quicker you are about understanding what particular like parts of life you want to hang out in, like if you're a life coach, what particular kinds of uh, things you want to support with. If you are a healer, what kind of modalities and what kind of um, challenges are you working with people on? Those kinds of things are really going to... Um, allow you to collect in your in your audience people who are going to be game for that yeah right and so like you get to identify who it is that you want to be calling in towards your core offer towards your you know core program if that's the way that you go um and the clearer you are about that the easier it is to call those people in Mm -hmm. and so that's part of your community building homework so to speak (laughs) Um, and in regards to the soulmate client and how you end up working this in, this is a little bit of strategy really quick, you definitely like still communicate for yourself. So you still share your insights, you still share your worldviews, like we said earlier, as a means of like expression. Mm-hmm. But when you are providing examples or you're giving specific details or you're trying to make something practical for people, you know, so that they can go ahead and take it and integrate it for themselves, you want to speak to your soulmate client where they are, right? And so if you've decided that you're going to be working with people, for example, in a big transition, let's say you're a life coach and you're working with people in big transition, you want to make sure that you're pulling in language that communicates that you understand big transitions to your soulmate client so they feel like, okay, I love your energy, I trust your energy, and you get where I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. So it kind of is a, it brings it all together knowing who your soulmate client is and knowing what your core message is because you're able to kind of marry the two 
in such a way that it calls in your ideal clients. So that's a little bit of strategy, but it's like Nanette style strategy. (laughs) (laughs) Not like strategy, strategy, but. Well, how can you, can you give us an example, like from your own? Yeah, yeah. So one of the things that, like, I like to work with people I call change makers, visionaries, right? And so I talk about, like, how to handle your life as a visionary or what you might be struggling with as a visionary. And these are things that I have myself move through or like insights that are coming to me, but I package the content, like I literally use words that are going to resonate with people who feel like they are visionaries and change makers. So I will, um, you know, call them out sometimes straight up by the name, like, hey, visionary, blah, blah, blah. Or I will um, think about myself as a visionary that's maybe not feeling like totally dialed in yet and doesn't feel like they can communicate their message yet. And I'll say, okay, if I was, you know, trying to learn something, what language would I need to hear in order for it to make sense to me? And so I, I keep my, my insight, I keep like the, the core message that I'm trying to communicate, but I will intentionally use words and phrases and details that make sense to my ideal client where they're at. Hmm. So without having someone here, I can't like really get more specific than that. Yeah. I think in, um, the way that my community has developed that, happened kind of organically um mm-hmm. oh all this can happen organically you could be like a strategy master of building <laughs> audience and not know that's totally possible yeah because i work with empaths and healers and so i feel like sometimes i do that i will start the post or i'll start whatever that i'm doing and i'll say hey empath mm-hmm. <laughs> or that gets or i'll say empaths in all caps um yeah, and I have a whole community that I'll pull and and say like, okay, this is what do you guys need right now? And then I kind of, I like to think about it honestly as a tarot reader. I think about it honestly as um, divination. Uh, so the way that whatever questions keep popping up mm-hmm. and the people that keep, um, like if I see a theme that keeps happening over and over again with my uh, with my collective, I, I kind of like say, okay, this is what the collective needs right now. Yeah. And then I produce from there. Yeah, take um, your cues however they come. Yeah. I think it, it's essentially your intuition. Yes. Your, I use, I straight up use like a channeling process. So uh-huh. that's what I do. I get in the seat of my client and I say, okay, what do I need to see? How does this need to be delivered to me so that it triggers me enough to move, but not so much that I shut down? So that's my own process, mm. right? But with divination, it can come any other way. You can use your tarot cards. You can um, get a reading from somebody and, and, and do it that way. There's really a lot of um, methods you could use. But ultimately, you're delivering still your authentic insight that that is coming up th- through you to be shared. But you're also conscientious of how it lands and making sure that it's not so far like deep in your own awareness that it doesn't make sense to anyone else. Oh, okay. Yeah, because yeah. a lot of times we'll go on these journeys and <laughs> we'll have these deep insights, but we don't actually attempt to ground it for the people who are not you. So that's kind of what I mean, like understanding what it is that I'm trying to say it at like a very simple level mm-hmm. and then relating it to them in a way that they actually are going to pick it up. 
So that's that. (laughs) (laughs) So that's that. (laughs) And then after you've identified your soulmate client and you've connected with your message, you got to stay present with it. The the more you stay present with it and the more you kind of beat that drum, the easier it is for people to come to Mm -hmm. you. And, um... I mean, consistency, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's the name of the game. And also, as you're building your audience, and this is something I learned over the last year or so, um, do not take any engagement for granted. Yeah. Like, any. Someone likes your post, go and, like, you know, connect with their post on, on their page. Or if someone comments, reply to the comment. If someone, you know, shares your post, thank them for that. Like, mm-hmm. do not take any bit of engagement for granted. Um, because it is something that they're, they're going out of their way to do this. Like your your client or your audience person, audience person, <laughs> they're going out of their audience way <laughs> to show you, hey, yes, I like this, or hey, yes, I think this is so awesome, I'm going to share it, mm-hmm. or hey, yes, I'd like to expand on this by leaving a comment. That is like the best way to continue to develop your audience is to engage it back when it engages with you you engage it back yes so don't ignore that <laughs> Please. i don't know why i think it's like i've seen it a lot and i think it happens because you don't want to you don't want to look like you're like thirsty for the comments so yeah. you don't want to like go and like them all back what i do is i'll wait mm-hmm. until the comments slow down and then i'll go and yeah. talk to everybody otherwise I would be on my phone all day so yeah well that's the I mean we've said it I think in another another episode the reason that social media works is because of connection okay yep. and people crave connection and that's all they want they want to be seen they mm-hmm. want to see other people that are like them they don't want to feel alone mm-hmm. right and they want to express themselves and so there is a, so much of a human element that goes into social media and don't forget that when you're building an audience like just be real yeah be real with people don't be like yes and like this weird weird version of yourself that's like a brand don't do that like okay i i worked in a job where i was literally the person who if you engaged with the corporate sponsored content I was the person who messaged or commented back to you. Yeah. Okay? And this is why our page reached over a million likes, and now it's probably over two million now. I haven't looked uh, since I don't work for them anymore. But Mm -hmm. um, we reached a million likes way before our competitor did, and we only existed for six months, and our competitor had been around for two years and it was only mm. like 17k people on their facebook wow and they were considered like a multi-billion dollar startup mm. okay <laughs> but they didn't take the time to connect with people right yeah. so they didn't have a raving fan base yeah they were just a service right right so and that services is, are interchangeable very easily whereas with people when you connect with them yep then it's a then they it's a different thing you. It's kind of like... Like, they remembered when we commented back to them, even though we had, you know, whatever, millions of likes on mm-hmm. Facebook, we took the time to say, oh, this person in wherever Michigan, like, <laughs> said, you know, hey, I like this post. And we said, thanks, Gary. Yeah. Yeah, and he was like, wow, they commented back. You yeah, know? Like, because we're, in this in this day and age, like, people have 
um, neglected other mm-hmm. people, like big pages or even not so big pages. Um, don't comment back. Don't respond to people. And it's unfortunate because, like, honestly, it could do such, like, so much. One of the things I'm going to call out another brand really quick. I um, I go to Dutch Bros a lot, mm-hmm. um, like, daily, sometimes multiple times <laughs> daily. And uh, okay. <laughs> I will tag them in stories all the time, and they've actually replied back yes. every single time. Yes. Every single time I go to Dutch Bros, um, I'll tag Dutch Bros AZ um, in my story, and they'll reply back with a thoughtful comment. Like, I had one with my son. He's like, oh, he's so cute. I had another one with, like, my drink. Yeah, They're so like, that you oh, know it's, it? like, a real person on the other side. Not just, like, a heart or yeah, something. Yeah. And I swear, every time they do that, I'm just like, I'm going to go there for 100 more years. <laughs> and what's so funny is that well, I didn't... lead nurturing, basically. Yeah. Oh, totally. And what's so funny is that I was, like, a diehard Starbucks girl until everything happened a couple of months ago where, like, they were rude to people. And I was, and they shut down their stores for a minute and all that. And I was like, well, I'm not going to go there. I'm going to go to Dutch Bros. I tried out Dutch Bros. Uh-huh. I have not been to a Starbucks ever since. Mm-hmm. Because, like, the people there connect with you. The people there, like actually genuinely care about you yeah that's a really good example (laughs) of like what we're talking about the idea of community building versus just like big big brand you know or like big like business and Mm -hmm. dutch bros they always always ask you how you doing they try to for today yeah they want to like connect with you at the window they don't just they're not just like here's drink bye they're never like that yeah, they always ask us, like, what we're up to today. And they're actually really good about building community because they have, like, bumper stickers they give out. If they can tell that you're, like, a mom, they'll give you a Dutch mom sticker mm-hmm. or a Dutch dad sticker. So it's, like, they are aware that they have a Dutch fam. Like, yes. it is very much a part of their growth strategy to, like, empower and connect with their audience on a uh-huh. regular basis. And, like, I can't tell you how many hundreds of dollars I've spent there yeah. ever since because I feel like I'm a part of a family. Exactly. There, yeah. There's a community that goes along with it. There's not that mm-hmm. much of a community that goes along with Starbucks besides, mm-hmm. like, white girls and Uggs, you know, <laughs> our leggings. Pumpkin spice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, I, it's so funny because I didn't even know that, like, something like that was out there. I didn't realize, like, mm-hmm. the community that was being built by Dutch Bros. And so when I got a taste of it, I was like, oh, my God, like, mm-hmm. get me here. I will stand in line for 100 years Yeah, and they're not even, there. they're not even, like... Um, I've only been to like Dutch Bros twice, so like they're just drive-throughs, right? Yeah, there's they're walk-up too, but it's too hot here to do that. Yeah, yeah, not about that life. <laughs> but I will sit. I used to sit in my car. My car actually died in the Dutch Bros line. <laughs> I'm, I'm committed. Like, just air span. We should send them this podcast. Any problems? <laughs> but yeah, like understanding that there is a community that that you can build that sense of family. You can build that sense of um, connectedness within uh-huh. your people and when you do it is like it feeds itself Yeah. because now I see someone else with a Dutch mom sticker I'm like oh my god yeah. <laughs> me too girl you know yeah. like that's that's part of the beauty of it and so definitely don't like skip building your audience not only just for like for profitability but also because it makes the whole thing a much richer experience Yes, you're getting feedback more often mm-hmm. You're able to avoid a lot of, like, little mistakes. Like, if you have an audience, 
your first person that tries to click through something and tells you it's broken, you can fix it right then. Yeah, but if you don't have an audience, that is happening. <laughs> if you don't have an audience, you won't know until it's all said and done. You're like, oh gosh. Yeah, and then you just no wonder nobody four bought. people trying to come in. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Um, as far as like practical things, we can talk about gathering your audience. There's a couple of ways to yes. gather. Yeah. Um. So I think we should. Well, go ahead. Go ahead and say what you're I'm just going to list. I'm not going to go deep. Okay. I was just about to say you need to, what we're ever going to list here, <laughs> whatever we're about to say, like, take it with a grain of salt and, like, take it with, like, your business is your yep. sole expression. Mm-hmm. So, whatever you feel is right and whatever you're excited about as a way to capture, uh, quote, unquote, leads and community build and bring people in to your your vortex mm-hmm. whatever way sounds exciting go with that okay definitely that's a good disclaimer yes thank you I because <laughs> there's so many people out here like build your email list to 10k make yeah. make 500 dollars passive income and it's like oh yeah. my god <laughs> it's so good like you you make that disclaimer i wouldn't have even thought to make that disclaimer because i'm like obviously i'm only going to do what i'm excited about yeah but like i <laughs> but know it's so good that you it's said true that. that people like whenever they hear I mean, I've been through that. This is something I've been shedding for the past, like, you know, couple of weeks is that, you know, I can do it on my own way. I don't have to find the perfect equation. And then yeah. I need to find my perfect equation. Don't take other people's and, like, try to force it in my own yeah. business. It doesn't work that way. Totally. Totally. Okay. Really so, okay. So I'm going to list some. Um, the most free way to do this is to build a Facebook group, right? Yeah. I'm sure you've thought about that at some point. Um, pros to this is that Facebook actually favors groups, so they will give it more possibility by seeing in a feed mm-hmm. versus like a page. Yeah. Um, so there's a Facebook group. There's also it'll um, actually like send notifications to people yeah, too. So totally. that's great. So Facebook group. There's also Patreon, which works on a subscription model. Mm-hmm. Essentially, you can create different tiers, and people who subscribe at different levels can get access to varying things that you decide essentially yeah yeah and pay, maybe we should explain patreon is it's mainly creators use it uh, i've seen other people use it for like to gain different access levels to them like on a subscription yeah. base yeah. so um if you want to pay five dollars a month and you get a you get a exclusive live stream yeah. where only the the five dollars a month people get to go to. Yeah. That's what we're talking about. So Patreon is an option to community build. Yeah, and it's getting more and more use out of like coaches and stuff now. I haven't seen. That. I've seen like two. I've helped them set it up. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so I've seen it firsthand. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, more like content creators, um, creatives, people yeah. who are um, musing channeling connecting with some other a non-earthly being they have like a lot of them set up oh yeah regina has one yeah that's right i'm yeah. on it i am a supporter of regina <laughs> <laughs> that's right so there's patreon there's facebook groups there is twitch which you can definitely talk more about than i can yes. can you tell us about it sure twitch is a broadcasting service so like imagine if YouTube only did live videos, kind of like Periscope used to do with like, yeah. well, I guess it still does with vertical video. Mm-hmm. But Twitch is like next level, okay? <laughs> Twitch is basically, it started out as a gaming streaming platform. Mm-hmm. Um, and you 
could just basically get online and play games and people could come in, mm-hmm. watch you, be entertained with you and decide to follow you, subscribe or mm-hmm. donate to you. Yeah. So you could make money and and build stream audience. and yeah, uh, yeah and uh, build an audience at the same time. Um, and I've seen just in the past like year or two just people that I watch that I used to watch on YouTube, like Twitch is probably going to be one of the things that we have to start watching because it's, uh, I think, definitely going to be a big player when it comes to content creation because it's a way for you to engage in real time, kind of like Facebook Live video. But it's like you can also stream two different things at the same time. So, like, I could stream with you guys and play a video game and you could watch and we could all, like play the video game together Um, or you could do what they call IRL streams which is kind of like a catch-all term for in real life streams at anything else besides gaming so I've seen your makeup yeah yeah get ready with me I've Mm -hmm. seen people just like hang out listen to music and like talk to their chat yeah I've seen that yeah musing (laughs) Um, I love that yeah yeah I really I really like twitch I'm going to start experimenting with it because I I enjoy watching it. Yeah. So no, I love that. Yeah. Outside of Twitch, do you have any other recommendations? I have a few more. Uh, I was going to say email list. I yep. think that would be the classic when you think Cla- of... Classic. The classic. <laughs> um, when you think of uh, building your own community, mm-hmm. um, I feel like that's what the the typical internet marketer person would tell you to yep. do. Um, now, let me let me make a case for list and against it. Okay. okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. So the case for, for list... Is that you own the list. True. So this is really important because it can never be taken away by Facebook or other social platforms. Yeah. It can never be shut down. Yeah. You if can, you, you if can you move suddenly your lose your profile, it doesn't matter. You have an email list. You know? Yeah. So your email list, you own it. So it's kind of like community insurance, like to be totally honest, yeah. if you look at it that way. That's so true. Um, but the thing is that like email rates have gone down. You know, that's like it's not the best way to communicate with your people. So if you are going to build an email list, you should also engage your audience in other ways. It shouldn't be the only thing that you're doing um, because otherwise only 30 or so percent on a good day of your audience Mm -hmm. is gonna see your stuff. So it's good for secondary um, communication with people, especially if they have to like download things or whatever. But if you are trying to just keep in touch with your people, I would use another platform like social media based. Outside of email lists, similar to email lists, are chatbots on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, Chatbots are used through Facebook Messenger for pages, and they work almost identical to an email list. Yeah. But they are, the open rates are ridiculously high because nobody likes unopened messages on Facebook. So uh, my open rates there are like 100%, whereas Mm -hmm. my open rates with the same content was, there were like 30% on email. Yeah, I think mine are 100%, but then 70% click through. Which 70, 70% click through is like outrageously mm-hmm. high. So there's a lot of engagement with that model like right now. Um, just be conscientious to not blast your people or not send a ton of spam. Yeah, just like you went on you know, email. Like, yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Facebook Messenger is something that definitely I'm a big, big fan of uh, the Messenger bots. And um, they're a cool way to stay connected with your audience. Um, outside of that, but those are like the big players. So Facebook Messenger bots, email list, Twitch, group, 
Facebook group, Patreon. Um, there's also another one called Mighty Networks, but I haven't um, played around with it myself too much. Um, Never heard of it. It's pretty cool. It's like Facebook groups without the Facebook. So there's what? that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's just like communities. Also, um, oh, let's like, not discount in person. I was about to say meetup.com. <laughs> that is how we met. Yes, meetup.com. It depends on where you live, though. Um, if you are wanting to build a community locally, like there's no better software or whatever for that. Yeah. So if you are wanting to work with like local business owners or local people as far as like your services, build a meetup community mm-hmm. for sure. Um, depending on where you live, there may be a lot of engaged people on meetup or not, but try that. Yeah, in Birmingham, <laughs> I don't think there was a lot, but here in Phoenix, there was. Yeah, and what's here in Phoenix lot. is like nothing compared to Seattle. It was like you open a group 100 members in the next day. Holy shit. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> um, yeah, so those are some opportunities like for gathering your community. It's really important that you do gather um, because it'll, it'll they'll become there will come times where you have announcements to make, aka you're launching something, uh-huh. and you want to have a way to reach everybody, um, kind of at once. So that is the reason why you want to gather. Outside of that, they get to know each other, they get yes. to engage with each other, and that then is you so have like fulfilling. <laughs> you have such a bond. And it's, like, the coolest thing because you're seeing people bond over your content and your stuff. Yeah. So that's that's all I got for today. Yeah, so what's... The secret sauce? Yeah. The secret sauce is to, I think, connecting with your message. Connecting with your message so that you are able to connect with your audience. Yeah, I guess that would be the precursor to how to build. Yeah, that has to happen first. Yeah. I mean, you can try to build an audience with some of, like the other aspects of you that you already have figured out Mm -hmm. but allowing okay no no new secret sauce (laughs) (laughs) no no cancel (laughs) so the secret sauce is going to be to allow yourself to shift deeper into your message as often as it happens so like whenever you're doing the inner work that like Sarah was talking about shadow work and looking at who am I? What am I about? Like, what's under here? Um, you're going to shift through different levels of core message, and you're going to think, oh, I've arrived. Okay, I've arrived. Like, that's okay. <laughs> so true. <laughs> um, continue to share from your level of awareness yes. at all times uh-huh. because you're going to continue this journey kind of down the rabbit hole. Yeah. And the more people that are walking this with you, the better. Because yeah. then when you finally do quote-unquote arrive at least for a a longer amount of time Uh you have this audience kind of organically built yes so that's That's how that's how mine happened there you go yeah that's how mine happened i just kept sharing and i was like this is where i am right now this is what i feel right now this is what i've learned about myself Mm -hmm. a lot of it was through astrology yep (laughs) not gonna lie same So much healing for me in astrology and, like, being able to talk and speak to people about that. And just talking about, like, different aspects that I take for granted Mm -hmm. uh, about myself. And that was something that I didn't know people needed help with because it was something that was so easy for me to do. I was just like, what? Yeah. No, for (laughs) sure. Honestly, always look at the stuff that is easy to you because 
it's not to a lot of other people and yes. you and you could help people without even lifting a finger essentially it mm-hmm. doesn't have to be like hard work for you to to help yeah maybe. and yeah um so i think that's it right I think that's it. I think I just want to reiterate one more time. We talked about community building. Be real with people, please. Don't yeah. be fake. And don't just slap pitches on yeah. everybody. Don't like, spam nobody. Don't spam. You don't like it when people don't do to you. Don't do it to other people. Mm-hmm. Just be real. Okay? Yeah. Just chill. Like, loosen up. Loosen yeah. Up. Allow this things is supposed to, come to be up, fun. Like, organically in conversation. <laughs> Have, like if you're connecting with someone for the first time on you know in messenger or something um allow the conversation to unfold organically yeah. ask them questions and for all you know you know four or five messages down the road you can it, like invite them to your group mm-hmm. they're in the message um and they would be happy happy to join but if you were to do the same thing but without inviting them you just add them that feels icky don't, no yeah don't violate people's boundaries don't <laughs> <laughs> um with that being said we do our outro things. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, what's our outro? Thanks so much for listening <laughs> to the Sold Out Strategy Podcast. Yes, Today yes. we talked about building your audience and doing amazing things on that path um, so that you are calling in the perfect people who you enjoy being around, enjoy buying, they enjoy buying from you. Yes. And they just, it's just feels good all the way around. Um, if you found value from this episode, please give it a share. Um, it's available on iTunes, SoundCloud, or our website, so you can share from any of those places. Mm-hmm. If you are listening on iTunes, though, please leave us a rating and a review. That means so much to us. It Yay. helps us get um, a better idea of what you guys like to hear from us. Uh-huh. Um, also, make sure to connect with us over on social media. We have a Facebook page and we have an Instagram, both titled the same as the podcast, which is Sold Out Strategy. Yes. Um, anything else from you? Yeah, yeah. Thank you guys so much. And thank you for those that have uh, rated us already. Yes, so we appreciate we you. five star ratings and we're very, very, very thankful. So thank you guys so much. And if you haven't rated yet, please definitely let us know what you think. Because yeah. that's going to help us grow and it's going to help uh, the podcast grow. Yeah. And thank you for listening to us yeah. banter back yes. and forth. Thank you. That's so nice. You're special <laughs> to me. I okay. <laughs> All right. Bye, Bye now. <laughs>